0: Thank you for tuning in to the Doing Business with God podcast. Hey
1: you, yes you, I am your host, Michi Renee.
0: It is Michi's passion to help you live
1: your best life
0: and do business God's way. Michi will be talking about entrepreneurship, manifestation, monetization, mindset, beliefs, starting and growing a business, nonprofit, or ministry, all while serving God. So welcome to My Daddy's Business. It's time for the show. It's the Doing Business with God podcast with your host, Michi Renne.
1: welcome to another episode of the Doing Business with God podcast. Today we have on the show Robin Libby of Beauty by Robin Studios. She is a licensed cosmetologist, professional makeup artist, lash artist, and skincare specialist. She is certified in on-camera makeup application, bridal makeup, and editorial makeup application. She has talked to us about all things beauty today. She offers retail products in which she uses all-natural botanical skincare and HD camera-ready makeup that is custom blended to match your skin. She really believes that all women are beautiful and that it is her job to help you reveal it. Welcome to the show today, Robin. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thank you so much for coming on. So let's just get right into it. Tell us about Beauty by Robin. What is that all about?
2: Well, this is all about having a lot of fun. I enjoy being around women and encouraging them. And one of the ways that I do is just sharing what I see in them already, their beauty that is already there. I feel like we live in a world that has so many bars set so very high that we have to be this size, this look, this skin tone, this whatever, this hair, this whatever. And I just think it's important to know that we're all made, as you say, this is doing business with God. I think He has created each of us with an immense amount of beauty. And you know, the world just wants to stuff it down. So I just feel like it's so such an honor to help women see how beautiful they are. How did you get started in the business? Well, I'm sure there's a lot to it, but I started back several years ago and I went to cosmetology school and I received my license in 1989. And the funny story is, well, I got married and then I had kids. So I stopped working and I have seven children. So I just was recently starting back to work when things started to move and then things slowed down for the holidays and then COVID hit and it was like, really? But I don't know. It's just something I just just really feel a passion about it and I just thoroughly enjoy learning things that I know that can help women feel more beautiful and I'm a big proponent of natural beauty. I tend to be more light handed with makeup than some artists, but definitely obviously as you saw read editorial, it can be a little more heavy, but I still like keeping it so it just highlights a woman's beauty.
1: That's awesome. Do you have any specialties? Are you in a certain niche? Who do you typically work with?
2: Because I'm a licensed cosmetologist, I do a lot of different little services and, and enjoy those. But I find that as far as a niche, especially online, working with business women, I love that. I've worked with photographers to do headshots and so forth. And I truly love that opportunity and kind of fell in love with that. So I try to help women create like their signature branded look because I feel like especially in business, someone should be able to recognize you if they see you in the grocery store or if they see you at work or they see you online or wherever they may see you. I think that's important. And I feel like everybody is so busy and I feel like it should be an easy look to replicate as well and also look good on camera or anywhere you go. So I feel like it would be a lot of businesswomen, you know, especially those that will be on camera on Zoom due to COVID and so forth. I mean, the world was kind of going that way anyway, as I heard someone say this actually sped it up. So I guess that's kind of where I'm heading is more doing the niche should be more for businesswomen. And I do, virtual makeovers online. We actually meet online. I assess everything and, and give you some recommendations. And from there, you choose what we meet up again when you receive what you order. And I teach you how to apply this items to, again, achieve that signature branded look for your business. Awesome.
1: So how is that going with you having to pivot your business and be more on an online format? I never even really gave it any thought that you could actually do a makeover on someone without actually being with them.
2: Well, I'll I'll tell you, (laughs) I am of an age where it's like, it's so hard for me to conceptualize as well. But it's starting to move. I mean, I think some of it, if I were to step out there a little bit more, I think it would go really, really, really well. And I'd probably be busier, you know, but I still enjoy working in the salon and, and where I work too. So it's fun. It's a little more challenging. There's more information I kind of have to ask. I have to ask for photos. And I have to make sure people are doing it in certain lighting because lighting completely throw off person's skin color. So those things are very important. And then I have to pray that my computer reads those colors well. (laughs) But yeah, no, it's worked out well. I find a lot of people, especially with COVID, they're kind of going to the skincare first, which I'm a big skincare nut. So I think it's really important to do that as well to have healthy skin. But yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it. So let's Let's talk a little bit about lashes because
1: some lashes are a little bit of a pet peeve to me. And I'm going to try to describe the ones that I'm talking about and we're going to help educate the audience on the appropriate way to wear lashes. So I have 18-year-old twins. Well, they're 19 now. They just had a birthday. Oh, Um, nice. (laughs) Yeah. They're in their freshman year of college. So my son always calls them big blinks. And so- (laughs) (laughs) It's the (laughs) lashes that looks like you're about to take off and fly away. And it's pretty distracting and annoying if you're on Zoom or some other kind of virtual platform and all you can see is the person's lashes because they're
2: so long. Yes, yes.
1: What is the proper way to determine what length you should get for lashes?
2: So you're talking about the lashes you get and use glue and apply them? Yes, and the individual
1: or you know
2: the lash Clusters. extensions yeah oh lash extensions well those are kind of two different questions yeah um, I really, I really. because with lash extensions you really have to take into what well, one thing that's a little different with that is you have to take in consideration the client's lashes themselves the weight the length all of that and to determine what you can actually put on that lash so it doesn't break off and become more damaged so that's a little bit different but the biggest thing is one it comes down to your style. What is your style? Are you dramatic? Are you classic? Are you natural? Are you romantic? You know, that's one thing that's going to determine. As a classic, my lashes would not be as big as a dramatic would be. So there is that. And that comes down to image, you know, as far as your styles. Another thing that comes down to, yes, it can come down to age too. (laughs) But it's also your eye shape and your facial shape. So let's say my eyes are slightly close set. So I am going to to find lashes that are going to be a little fuller on the outside edge, if that makes sense. If I had droopy eyes, I'd probably want to do something that's a little fuller just on the, you know, towards the middle a little bit, a little bit on the outer edge. It's kind of different, but you kind of have to find ways that you are making your eyes look more equal. And that's how you determine whether it's like an open eye look, whether it's in the middle and lifting up in the middle where it's fuller and tapering off in the, the edges or out on the outside. But as far as strip lashes go. I do lash extensions. I also sell some magnetic lashes that can be reused. So those are a good quality for the price. And but strip lashes, golly, I think you just have to, with your daughters, you'll kind of have to go with the flow with that one mom until they realize it's probably not for them. But it's basically, it does come down to your eye shape. If you have small eyes, you don't want huge lashes. If you have, you know, bigger eyes, you kind of want you know, normal size eyes, you can kind of play around with a lot, but if you have larger eyes, you don't want too much emphasis on them either. You want to go with the shape of your eyes and create a look. It's kind of where the artistry comes in too, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, I get it. So wow. when are
1: creating a brand look for someone, what does that entail and what would be included in that? Because I already know my audience is going to be like, okay, we need you to test that out so we can see how that works. Uh, I already know. So there's someone's going to ask me, Michi, can you see how that works? And <laughs> another episode and
2: tell us how it went. Yeah, I can already Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's cute. So what it entails. So first I like to have the chat with my clients and see if they, you know, if they have any questions, if they feel basically to find out if we're a good fit, you know, if they think that I can meet their needs and if I think I can meet their needs and that's where I like to start. And from there, then we schedule a time. I do these right now. I do them for $85. And that includes the initial meetup where then I do the you fill out a questionnaire that is pretty thorough. And during that meeting, we actually go through that whole questionnaire sent me photos in the particular light that I recommend frontal and side view. And I try to evaluate your skin. I try to evaluate every you know, question that you've answered. And I try to find out kind of like what you do what look you're looking for. Let's see what else do I look for, you know, because what you do, for a living makes a big difference as well, because that comes down into colors and styles and so forth. So basically, from there, then I would end that meeting. And then I would reevaluate everything from my notes. And then I would send you a list of everything that I recommend. And from there, I find breaking it up from skincare to makeup, if you're looking for both, and that kind of gives you something to look at. And then we can you can choose from anything in there. And if you have any questions, I'm available. If you need to see colors, I can send them to you, all those sorts of things. And then once you decide what you want to order and then let me know, I invoice you, you order it, and it comes to you. And we schedule a time to meet up here online on Zoom. And then from there, I actually walk you through step by step what you need to do to create that look. Because I've kind of already evaluated a lot of that. And what I do is I pick out the tools I think you need to achieve the look. I pick out the colors that I think will match your skin best. And was some people I'll actually have you buy these little bottles of pigment because I can see something in your skin where this foundation is probably your best match, but your skin might be dull. I had a client with a lot of acne the other day and I needed to add a little pigment to the foundation. So in the photos, you couldn't even see any of it, you know, so it just kind of depends on what we need to alternate there. And then I'll teach you how to mix it. And then we'll see when it's the best mix and just go from there and create a look. I liked, to stay fairly basic on the first look, and then if you want, we can add more and meet again. But I'm, I guess, I hope that answered your questions.
0: We hope that you are enjoying this episode. If you would like to be a guest, check the show notes for all the details. Let's get back to the Doing Business with God podcast with Michi Renee.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm building an online brand. And so I do a lot of on, I do a lot of live video. I do video content for YouTube. And yeah. So going into 2021, I'm going to be doing live interviews and podcasts and all different kinds of other stuff. And so for me, building an online brand versus, you know, most of the people in this audience are building online businesses. So whether it's a nonprofit, whether it's a ministry, whether it's a beauty business, whether it's an author, a coach or whatever. So we have a lot of people that would be listening to this podcast that would be building online brands. And so Mm -hmm. we would definitely be behind the virtual screen, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And so I could see that this would work for me. Yes. So like, what would be your recommendation for someone who's building up an online brand?
2: I'm going to assume that your life is pretty busy. Am I right? Not so much anymore
1: as it relates to kids because the older one is out of the house and the twins attend college. So they're not here technically either. So not so much busy as it relates to on the go with kids. Yeah. Um, so busy building my online empire. <laughs>
2: That's wonderful. <laughs> so it's really just, I know I ever jabbed it a whole lot earlier, but it really does come down to that. You know, just give. Giving you a way to create your own professional look so that you can create it when you're ready. You have those 10 minutes and you just need to throw a face on or you have a little bit longer and you can play. It Mm -hmm. really comes down to that. Everything that I use as far as makeup and so on, they're all professional quality. Mm -hmm. You know, I noticed that the mentor that I have that has taught me so much, she's a beautiful makeup artist. She keeps everything simple and I love that. Like she really keeps everything simple. So the brushes that I even offer, they're really high quality. And as long as you take care of them, they last a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. I do how to take care of them, keeping them clean for that longevity. Jeepers, it's just teaching you how to do it so that you can replicate it. Because everything, again, it's professional products and it's also on camera ready. So I teach you how to have that camera ready look. And I think as long as you kind of keep that within the color spectrum, of what is in your brand that keeps it simple because a lot of people like simple you know so a lot of times like what you said about the lashes about your lovely daughters that would not probably be a great idea for zoom like you said everybody would be looking at the lashes and the lady may be gorgeous drop dead gorgeous but all you're going to see is the lashes and that's what's (laughs) kind of cool is there's certain tones you know you wouldn't want super vibrant like lip colors on and you don't need a lot of shimmers a little shimmer is okay. And I can teach you that if you choose, you want to go that route, but you don't want a whole lot of shimmer. You don't, because you've got a light coming on you. The whole idea of on-camera makeup is it looks smooth and it makes you look really good and it hides any flaws. You know, like you stayed up late working on a project the last night. They don't need to know that. They don't need to see that. And they won't with the right type of makeup. Mm -hmm. Uh, But sometimes when you add these other things into it, it can really cause a lot of distraction. Like you said. And I see that when I'm watching things. Like I see people that maybe, you know, that they need to have help or they think they've got it all going and they're good and they probably have great application ethic. But the makeup they're using is creating a huge glare and a huge shine with a light coming on their face.
1: Yeah. I use pretty high quality makeup, but it's not camera ready makeup. And of course, when I was buying this makeup, I wasn't behind the camera like this and all that. And so definitely I noticed when I look at some of the videos, I'm like, ooh, yeah, my face looks shiny, but I'm not shiny. I mean my face is not oily. So what is that about? So
2: yeah, that definitely is the oil or whatever is in the makeup. Or if your makeup has SPF in it, it will pick that up too the light well. The light mm-hmm. and the camera will pick up SPF. So you have to kind of be a little careful with because a lot of people may not have it in their foundation, but it might be in their moisturizer or so forth. I do sometimes use a little bit of it mixed in, but I try to use it sparingly, you know, and that's a big thing with bridal as well is online is that glare. It will do the flash in a photography or the glare from the brighter lights that we use. That's what it is. It's picking all that up. Certain pigments, it will too. It depends on the size of the pigments. There is just a whole lot there that, and sometimes, with certain makeup, the camera pick up the flaws that we're trying to cover up, but the camera will still see it if we don't have the proper makeup. And when I'm in person with people, I like to do that, especially if it's an for business women and they're looking for that on camera look like, all right, let's go over into this light. Let's take a quick selfie and see how it looks. And you can definitely tell the difference. Gotcha.
1: I'm definitely trying to build a brand and this is helpful, but I am not like a makeup person. I wear Mac, a lot of their products and I go there I sit down they show me what to do I buy what they say and that's that <laughs> yeah. that's how I've always been I'm not I don't play around with makeup like that I wear it when I need to wear it and I know that I need to do something different because I see how it's showing up on camera I don't even wear the foundation and I can't that one's not a matte product but I don't even wear it because it looks so bad on the screen I just just do the The eyes and put some lipstick on. I don't even do the foundation. So are you able to work with melanated skin tones?
2: Yes. Yes. Yes, I can. What's fun is we have several different shades of color. And again, it's custom blended. And if for some reason you received it and whatever, if it didn't quite match, that's why I would send you some colors in little containers and have you custom blend it yourself. But I mean not on your own like I can jump on with you and go over what to do because you don't want to you know there's a balance when you add the colors and how you add it and then how you can test it on the skin to make sure that it's a perfect match but sometimes having those colors on hand are good anyway because our skin changes from season to season a lot of people will have you know two to four foundations to cover them from spring to winter you know <laughs> There's so many different shades as we change so it's kind of fun I'm my clients have loved that. Yeah. And so do you have a sounds like you have a makeup line? I do I do for my makeup line. I am absolutely in love with Cara cosmetics. I've actually learned from the lady who created the line. She's a master makeup artist, I think anyway, she's worked for over 30 years in the industry, but the makeup feels very lightweight. The foundation is actually there's no oil in it. It's water based for people that have more dry skin. Again, My custom blend, I add moisture serum to their skin, their foundation, and so that it can add more hydration to their skin. But your foundation shouldn't feel it on your face at all. You should touch your skin and and that's all you should feel, you know, and then look in the mirror and be surprised you have foundation on because you don't feel it. But I love how it is, the colors are wonderful. You just use subtle colors and you can see such a difference. Again, everything's just so quality. I've been super happy with it. I started training with her back in 2018 and I just I haven't been disappointed yet that's a great thing at travel genie
0: we make your travel dreams come true we customize your trip we create itineraries book airfare hotels cars and event tickets we don't just book travel we create experiences. Travel Genie has four trips planned for 2021. San Francisco, Essence, Toronto, and Bali. A $100 deposit gets you started. Use the link below for more information. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at
1: Travel Genie 2017 and online at TravelGenie.com. So, how long have you been in business, and what has been the biggest thing you've learned running your business?
2: <laughs> how long have I been in business? Well, it's been various things over the years. Obviously, I started way back when, <laughs> over the years ago, and then it's like, oh, kids are coming, I'm going home. But I actually started with a direct sales company to get my feet back into doing some fun things with beauty. Let's see, when that was 2011, the company actually Close in 2017, which was kind of like, oh gosh, I've been doing this, you know, six years. What, what am I going to do now? But that's when I got introduced to Car and another company that I work with as well, the Clean Beauty line. I love their skincare, which I love having two companies as well, because I find that I'd be able to meet somebody's needs this way. Because Car has a wonderful line of skincare, and I have clients that absolutely love that skincare line. And then I have the True Aura line that people line, it just truly depends on what they're looking for and what their needs are with their skin. But yeah, so in 2018, I jumped back in. So I guess you could say that in 2018, I started to start working again. It's always interesting with children. That's all I can say. (laughs) Yes. Seven kids. Wow. Do you have any multiples? No, no. Oh, wow.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's interesting. We have five boys and two girls. (laughs) My oldest is almost 29. And my youngest is thirteen. Okay, twenty nine to
1: thirteen. Wow, <laughs> is a big age difference. But ladies, <laughs> that just lets you know that I don't want to hear those excuses that you don't have time. You got one child. This lady's been doing her business. She has seven kids. Come on, <laughs> come on, lady. <laughs> I don't want anybody telling me I don't want to hear any more excuses of someone saying they don't have time and you only have one kid.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's a little haywire some days, but it's. (laughs) Wow.
1: Yes, I can imagine. One step closer to empty nest syndrome.
2: (laughs) Yes, probably we'll get another puppy. We've got, (laughs) it's definitely different. We're so used to being on the go so much. And of course, last year has been very different as well with not being able to go a lot of places. So it is what it is. Yeah. So talk to
1: all of our mompreneurs that are on, that are listening to this podcast. What would you want them to know about being a mother, a wife and a business owner?
2: Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, just keep moving forward. You know, sometimes I find that it's hard to focus on what I need to do. But as long as you do something, then you've done something. You know, you make one call, you post something, you do something. Just tell yourself, I did that. And it's okay. because other days you'll be able to do more. But there are those days when sometimes just making it from crawling out of bed to crawling back in is good.
1: Yes. No judgment. No judgment. Just do what you can when you can do it. And, you know, that's kind of one of the things that I talk to my clients about that I work with, you know, when I'm coaching them is you have to integrate your life in your business design, in order for it to be effective. Like, you know, if you're a mom and you're running a business, then you need to know that you need to run your business while your kids are at school. If, you know, you have to take into consideration everything about your life. It can't be separate. Your business and your life are intertwined. And you have to set that up to run cohesively. Because if you don't, something is going to get dropped. You definitely don't want it to be your customers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you definitely don't want it to be your family. So you kind of have to put that in perspective. So how have you been able to do that?
2: One step at a time. It's definitely been a challenge. It seems like, you know, I guess I've just kept moving forward. That's just the best thing to say. Just putting one foot in front of the other. I really don't know if I balanced it well. Sometimes it felt like I had 20 plates in the air that I was spinning. Other times <laughs> I felt like, you know, it was not as hard, but just keep plugging forward and just keep moving forward. I guess that's just my philosophy because, you know, now I'm at that phase where it's not just my kids. My kids are starting to leave, but now my mom and my grandmother need me. And so it's like trying to balance that. I need me. I need to be here. This is what, you know, what God is telling me I need to do. So and then when I have the time, like I'm here tonight talking with you and, you know, and just I really... No, I'm just one of those girls that I just keep putting one foot in front of the other, to be honest with you. And I check in with my kids. I see how they're doing and making sure they're doing okay. They probably get annoyed with me, but I do. And I tell them I love them. And we try to have dinner at night together when we can tonight. Obviously, we couldn't because we're all in different directions. But that's something that I think is really cool is if you can have family dinners together and just try to do things together as much as you can. And um, I agree with you working your business around when you have time. Is great. I don't know if that helped or not, but I'm sitting here trying to think how did I do it? (laughs)
1: Yeah. It gives people hope that, you know, if you can do it and you have seven kids, then they can do it also. You know, I think people put a lot of unnecessary pressure on themselves when you can. The basic and bottom line thing is to set it up what works best for you. It's your business. That's it. You set it up with your boundaries and your clients adapt. That's what it is. And if they don't, then those are not the people who you are supposed to serve. Other people will come that is for you. So, you know, do what's best for you and your family, not the other way around. Because if you don't, it's going to become a problem and you definitely don't want it to become a problem.
0: Join the movement and sign up for the 365 Days of Hearing God's Word Challenge. Check the show notes for all the details. Right now, it's time to get back to the episode. It's the Doing Business with God podcast with Michi Renee.
1: So when you are not yes, a wife and a mother and a business owner, the Unicorn Tribe is all about fun. What do you do for fun?
2: I play with my puppies. <laughs> okay. I enjoy working out with my friends. I enjoy, you know, going out with my husband. I think date night's really important. I love flowers. I don't have very green thumbs, but I love flowers. <laughs> I guess I just take in the simple things and try to just enjoy them. I I don't go out and play sports. Or I don't have like a, a group of people I hang out with. But we do try to get together every once in a while. I find that social media has been great with some of my friend groups too, because we can always get on there and giggle and laugh and do things together and enjoy that when we can. I guess that's the life of an introvert. <laughs> You know, you got to have that balance. You got to,
1: you know, feed the social and then you need to be introverted as well so so in closing what is your mantra what does Robin stand for
2: my mantra that's a good word well there I don't know what I uh, what my mantra would be I just actually a good one as far as business goes was one that my life and business coach gave me quite a few years ago she said Robin when things aren't going well this might be good for your ladies when things aren't going well I often sit there and say oh god of second chances here I come again Mm. and I thought that was so powerful to me and I think of that often because, you know, even though I'm kind of a goofball and I love to have fun and giggle and laugh, it's like I can be very, like you said, very hard on myself and a little OCD more on me than I am on others. And so that was a really good one for me to hear and realize you're right. I'm not God. I'm not perfect. I don't know everything and I need help. I can't do it all on my own. I like that. That is very good. This has been
1: another amazing episode of the Doing Business with God podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, leave us a review, tag the Doing Business with God podcast on your IG story. Miss Robin, do you have an Instagram account that they can tag you on as well?
2: Yes, it's actually Beauty by Robin Studios. There's just underscores in between the words. So it's at Beauty by Robin Studios.
1: Awesome. And I will definitely put this in the show notes for everyone. But make sure you guys leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is that you are listening to us on. It helps the podcast to grow. We thank you so much for tuning in today. We do not take anything for granted. And have the most amazing day ever. Bye.
0: Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Doing Business with God podcast. If you love this podcast, please share it with your family and friends. Leave us a review and help us grow. We also want to hear about your biggest takeaways. Take a picture of this episode and tag us on Instagram stories under Doing Business with God. And we'll see you next
1: episode. I am your host, Michi Renee. Get clear. Got strategy. Secure the bag. Have the most amazing day ever. You've
0: been listening to the Doing Business with God podcast.